Welcome back to Piss Jug, everybody. A monochrome sweatsuit, and I'm joined again with Brother Brown and Hobbs. And guys, I just blasted back into town on a plane yesterday. I'm still on West Coast time because I was in California. And there it, I, things happened when I was there uh, concerning characters on this show that we've discussed before, childhood heroes, entertainment figures of the early 2000s, and... All of that we're going to get into, but I, it's time for a pattern interrupt, guys. I, I did something. I had a very insane kind of movie hopping I, I did on my in-flight movie that I wanted to run past you guys to see what you would surmise if you were sitting next to someone, okay? Because I had a bit of a thing happen on the plane. All right. Okay. I flew from Atlanta, Georgia to Los Angeles, California to LAX. That flight, it's about four hours and 47 minutes on the day I was doing it. That's the, that was the elapsed time on my flight. So on this flight, it was about uh, the flight was the, the earliest one to leave the airport here in Atlanta. So it was the crack of dawn, and I was three sheets to the wind. I'll just put it that way. So <laughs> while on a flight and sitting next to a man uh, – I decided to turn on Megan, Rudy, <laughs> the inspirational football. Well, well, hold on. I guess I should elaborate yeah, on Megan. What, I don't even really know what Megan is. <laughs> Megan is the is the movie about the uh, the it's killer like a, AI robot like doll. Chucky kind of. Like, it, oh, yeah. yeah Megan okay. is uh Megan is this. <laughs> let, 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 let's get an image here real yeah. quick of Megan. Yeah, there's that's Megan. Ah, uh, yeah. So, I think I was confusing it with that uh, Hannah. Yeah, I could you know I, talking about? totally. I could see why. So, I watched Megan um, on the way to and from California. So I did this on both flights. I watched Megan. Uh, the the second but flight, you watched it twice. The second flight, I actually watched more of the movie. But here's the deal: I couldn't stay focused on any movie long enough because my brain was just racing. Because I was, uh, I was again three sheets to the wind and a both mile times. high. Both times, <laughs> both times. Just, only way to fly. It's the only way to fly. So, <laughs> I watched the killer AI movie, robot doll movie, Megan. I watched the inspirational football comeback movie, classic with Sean Astin, Rudy. I watched October Sky with Jake Gyllenhaal, where he escapes his mining town from the inspiration of his science teacher Laura Dern, who gets cancer, and that makes him leave the coal mines and go back to science. So I don't can, know if I've seen that okay. one. Then I watched two episodes of Beat Bobby Flay. <laughs> then I watched the jazz abusive psychological classic Whiplash, where they get real, real jazzy about drum solos. I then watched Misery, specifically the ankle scene where Kathy Bates breaks both of a man's ankles with oh, a sledgehammer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I then watched The Outsiders <laughs> featuring Patrick Swayze, Tom Cruise, Rob Lowe, Ralph Macchio. Uh, a whole bunch of people. After that, I watched Stand By Me, <laughs> a coming-of-age movie about a bunch of kids going to see a dead body. <laughs> and then I finished it off with the <laughs> John Travolta classic, Michael, where he comes back yeah. to Earth as an angel. <laughs> so the, the guy sitting next to me was seemingly in horror. Like he, I don't think he understood where my brain was at. But um, on the flight back, something more confusing happened because I didn't, like, switch through as many movies on the way back as I did on the way out there. On the way out there, I was just, like, somewhat hopped up on too much surge flipping through channels on a TV. That's kind of how it was. So on the way back, I decided to watch Megan. So I'm watching Megan, and, like, this guy that's sitting next to me is just, like, giving me the stink eye that I'm, like, watching a horror movie on a flight at, like, a, at like a red eye, you know? I mean, so, you're not watching a movie about a plane crash. Guess, let's, let's get real. It's it's just horror. Guess what he hits play on? What What's the last thing you'd expect someone to watch on a flight at 1220 leaving LAX coming back to Atlanta? Final Destination. An Inconvenient Truth with Al Gore. Nice. <laughs> Sweet. So I'm like watching Megan and the guy next to me is getting like his environmental rocks off watching Al Gore do a, a PowerPoint presentation that lasts two hours. It's, that's, that's what that movie actually is. Uh, and meanwhile, I was watching Megan and um, I have feedback on it, guys. It was, it, was not, it was not bad, but it was not good. You know what I mean? It's one of those you should see it. Because it's a good cautionary tale, 
but all of the budget went into like the child actors in the movie. No one I had to like I always say child actors are terrible and this is a movie where I had to kind of like eat my own words cuz they were the only thing that carried the movie. <laughs> What's the caution of the tale? Um a lot of people that develop technology that's like super impressive to people that don't understand AI. it. They they put people at risk. Okay. They put people at inherent risk. So like, yeah, there, there's uh, there's clips of it that are really well done. Um, I actually watched the whole thing finally last night. So I watched a part of it at five o'clock in the morning on the way out there. I watched another part of it at like four o'clock in the morning on the way back. And then last night I was like, I feel like I just need to finish the journey. And actually f- see the whole thing because I remember parts of it. Yeah. You split up the movie Megan in three into parts. three parts. <laughs> yeah. So um, when you're in your thirties, it's you know you kind of just do that sometimes. Split up a movie two days, three days, whatever. What's your What's your opinion of it? Was it good? It was. So aspects of it were really good. Like the actual girl. They hired two different girls to play Megan. There's one girl they hired so they could like model her face and like do like make her, the doll look like her. And there's another girl they hired that's like a movement expert. And I will say this for like a child doing like movements that border between what's supposed to be clearly an android and things that are incredibly loose. Like they it was like, okay, you're a professional. Like I get why you're in the entertainment hmm. business. Like there's one scene where like um. It, it goes through all this like machine learning, and at one point, like the girl that she's paired with is teaching her how to dance, and it's like slow and really smooth. And then later on in the movie, right before a brutal murder occurs, though she stares at her victim and starts doing the dance, and it's like really smooth and slick looking. So it's horrifying to look at, like preceding your death. It's like, oh no, there's no up. escape from this. Is it up. that thumbnail right there where she's got her arm stretched out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Megan's getting a sequel after Ooh. smashing at the box office, evidently. Um, oh, yeah, cool. I'll actually hold on. I'll pull up the little dance clip because it's uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty freaking uh, freaky, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we go. This one is for you guys. Megan. What are you doing? Why was that there? So that's like one of those things that they oh, cut. The paper cut. She, oh, and she just okay. ripped it off like it was nothing, implying uh, the strength of these things. Like, what do you have a samurai sword right next to these the copy, the copy machine? And a yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, it's worth checking out. It gets pretty gnarly from there. I don't want to ruin it for for the viewers if they haven't seen it yet. But as you could tell, that guy's in trouble. Yeah, like he's it, done for. How scared would you be if that's what you saw coming down the hallway at you? Yeah, that'd be I would try weird. to reason with it and be like, Keep, I could make you, we we could make money together if you, if you <laughs> I could you know we I could be your manager. You could do the dance thing. thing Keep me alive, room, dude. Yeah, one kick in the chest. That thing's done. Well, so so that goes so, so literally that gets explored in this, and the, like this thing's the the stability is so good. Like oh yeah yeah like have you seen like those Boston robots. Dynamics robots? Yeah, right. you, can't <laughs> you can't knock them over. Yeah, it, it, and not only that, like it's really good with movement. So when you go to actually hit it, it's just not there when you're there to hit it. Yeah. It's like you think you're gonna collide, and it's like yeah, you're like not fair. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's pretty good, but the movie experience getting to L.A. was uh, very crazy, but not as crazy as some things that happened, guys. When I was in California, someone we've talked about on this show got arrested two times while I was there. Rock and roll. I'm talking about none other than Bam Margera. Bam has been on a bit of a tear where he has been struggling to get clean and for that I'm not going to make fun of that because that's a definitely a sad thing that's a struggle and I hope he gets better but I will say this this man's choice of clothing relative to what's going on is I have to we it, it requires discussion at a Thai restaurant in California uh, the other day his ex-wife was eating with their son and Bam explodes into the restaurant wearing a cloak and screaming about 
what happened? Do you guys just want to he and see her and he? You yeah. want to you want to see yes. the man do it himself? Were they together as a unit? Or no, he, he crashed he, their mother daughter cr- or mother son party. He crashed it like stalked. Oh, okay, that's not good. That's wrong. It's wrong. Phoenix has his own mind. I want to see Daddy now. But Phoenix, maybe should be fighting. No, but I want to see Daddy now. You're making up his own mind. Let him have his own mind. Let him have his own mind. I want to see Danny up. No, Phoenix, you're going to be five days. Why are you making me wait fucking five days? Fucking fuck. Really good for the kid to see that outburst. Yeah. Really good. Good, and, good parenting. Yeah. I don't Solid. know what kind of impressions I might have formed with the cloak. <laughs> if I'm being totally honest with you guys, that's the part where I'm like, what is going on? I would assume since it's LA that like he's preparing for a role and this is like <laughs> some sort of method <laughs> method class. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just stay out of it. But otherwise, that, I mean, that's just ridiculous to have that level of outburst. And look where he's at. He's at a Thai restaurant. Yeah, it's people, like <laughs> people just trying to support their small business and not just that make type it. of vibe. Yeah. And he's coming in pointing like Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> <laughs> like the emperor from Star yeah, Wars. Look at him. <laughs> yeah. So he said, um, <laughs> uh, "Phoenix has his own mind. Let him ha- <clears throat> let him have his own mind." He was saying about his son. So that again, I don't want to make fun of that part. That part is very very sad. But he, guys, it didn't. Was he fucked up. Oh yeah, really bad. Yeah, okay, so he relapsed for while so. doing this. He has been on a number of drugs, and uh, okay. insider scoop is it's more than he's ad- admitting to. So. He was, so I thought that was going to be it, y'all. And I was mentioning to you guys earlier, I went on, when I was in California this time, I, I finally did something touristy as hell that I've never done. And that is I did a Hollywood bus tour. And I did it while high and drunk. And it was the best way to do it. Um, uh, was it the one where you see all the celebrity homes? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, actually, I want to talk about that. I want to talk yeah, about that. I'm interested that. to see who's you got to see. But before I tell you whose homes I saw, I saw something else. We go past the Roosevelt, uh, um, the Roosevelt Hotel, you know, the famous one. Mm-hmm. Uh, big police disturbance uh, going on. And Bam Margera was being ejected from the hotel before being arrested. So this is a day after the Thai restaurant. So he got in, he got in trouble for the thing with the Thai restaurant. He was on a sick one. He was on a sick one. So he, uh, the cops were at his hotel room door, and he was booted from the hotel hours before being handcuffed. The LAPD was called to the Roosevelt Hotel just before uh, noon on Wednesday. Um, they heard yelling from his room. The people that called the cops on him were concerned about domestic violence. So we're not entirely sure if that was uh, who he was with. He was with a female, but they didn't say if it was his ex-wife or who that was. So um, the police disturbance, I'm riding by on a bus, being just having a great old time. And that was Bam over there, okay? You think he abducted the Megan robot and had just a I think two-day bender? They went on a tear. They got a tall pile and just barreled through it. I want you to have your own mind. <laughs> <laughs> so... He guys, it didn't stop there. I got back yesterday in California, and I surely thought there's no way I'm going to see Bam Margera up to any more hijinks. And as of this morning, he's back at it again. He's calling Johnny Knoxville out for a bare knuckle fight. And do you would you guys like to hear his call out? Sure. Oh yeah. So this is not a brand new idea. Knoxville and Tremaine made me sign this fucking, basically a death waiver to take 18 medications to make me a zombie. I couldn't get my dick hard. I couldn't fuck my own wife. I couldn't stiff muscles, bald hair, fat, get weight gain. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Jeff Tremaine is too much of a pussy to get in the ring with me. But Knoxville, if I double-dog dare him, he says, if I double-dog dare anything, he'll do it. So, Knoxville, I double-dog dare you to get in a ring with me without any boxing gloves so I could ring, 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 one, two, three, let's go. I fuck you up. Let's go. Pussy. Oh, if you're going with pussy, then he really gets mad. Pussy. 
Never mind Jeff Tremaine. He's such a fat pussy. There's no need to talk about him. <laughs> Knoxville, get into a boxing ring with me with no gloves on. One, two, three, I'll fuck you up. You want to go bare knuckle? bet money on it. I will fuck you up in one punch. You're such a pussy. You can't sign oh your God. death waiver. That's what you made me do with Paramount, you fucker. Oh <laughs> so, Good Lord. Uh, so, guys, what what are the thoughts here? Oh man! If I was Knoxville, I'd be like, I mean, give me a mill. Give me a mill. I'll get in the ring. Let's let's make it a thriller event. Let's have Snoop Dogg perform. Jake Paul be the announcer. Let's make a whole night out of it. I'm not just gonna get in a ring with you and while you're fucked up on meth and like have you attack me. That just sounds like a bad idea. What about? Well, can we review something real quick? Have we've seen Bam fight before? So I think we no, need we've to seen Bam get knocked out. Before. So let's review that real quick. Uh oh. Vanilla Iceland. <laughs> Oh, there he is in the cloak. Bam. Yep. Here's another one. Boom. That was a sucker punch, kind of, but... Oh my! He did like a uh, what's that called a plat prat fall? Like, <laughs> dude, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm like again, this man's clothing. He looks like a, he looks like <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? He, he looks like here's all the things he looks like at once: Jimi Hendrix, Jack Sparrow, Phil Linnett, The Beatles, Sergeant Pepper, Bill Vallow. Oh, Dude, a lot of noise when he walks. His second yeah. fall is the worst one because his look, his door hit the his head hit the inside of the door frame. Watch. Did you see how hard that hit? So I don't know how well this fight with Knoxville would go, guys. That's my point here. I don't know. You think he'd be wearing all that jangly garb? He said he wants to do a bare knuckle fight. Oh, right? okay. So if he wants to go bare knuckle. That is shirt and shirtless and shorts. So um, I don't know how good Bam's hands are going to be at this point. Um, his fast twitch muscle response seems to have left him. You know when like you hear someone's voice and you imagine what their face looks like? If I heard Bam talk, I would just imagine that his face looks exactly like, like that. Like this one? Yeah, <laughs> like the swollen version? Sounds exactly like he talks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So It kind of looks like he stinks there. Yeah, I mean, I think this yeah. is literally between a rehab stint here, and he was in rehab in Florida and a bunch of different places. And um, word on the street is he is doing and consuming more than he's admitting to. So hopefully uh, he can get out of this and come out the other end of it. It's sad that he's not going to be involved in any more of the jackass stuff because I don't see how they could go back that way now. Yeah. You know, seems like that There's ship no has left back. the yeah. harbor. He might not be a part of that family anymore. No, but you know who's back into being a part of our family? Jeremy Renner. He's uh, back. He has a new show called Renervations. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so I was walking around uh, in downtown L.A., and I literally saw flyers for this show, like on the side of bus stops and stuff. So I have one more Renner bit after this, but should we take a look at the trailer and see what's going on with Renervations? Let's get it. It's like pit my ride. Uh, all right. What's up, buddy? Explain to everybody how we got here. I'm buying these decommissioned government vehicles to help reimagine them to serve this community. It's pit my ride. Just in a different way. Which ones are his? <laughs> They're all his. He said he bought two. I decided to reimagine, repurpose, and renovate. Pit my ride. And I wanted to do it for That's all this is. and help kids in need all over the world. I also brought along some talented and familiar friends to help me deliver them. There's a lot of concern on the Avengers family chat, like, you know, <laughs> what is Renner doing? He's going a little off the rails. We're going to change this truck into a mobile rec center. What's the timeline? Two weeks. I have never done so much carpentry work in my life. Rory is kind of a bull in a china shop. Bubbly. No power tools for Rory. Imagine possibilities. I thought you were up here playing bumper cars. <laughs> the only difference between crazy... Oh, don't tell Jeremy. And courage is a plan. I was just thinking, we're taking apart a bus with Hawkeye. 
hope this demonstrates how easy it is to make a giant difference in other people's lives. You've got to pimp my ride. Bounce some ideas off each other and make something really special. We're going to change this truck into a water filtration truck. Can't wait to see the look on these kids' faces. I think everybody senses how truly special this project is. Let's finish this thing strong. Okay, Jer, what's the plan? I want to make actionability and Jer. thoughtfulness of others cool. I love that. I was still what? talking. You knew he was not going to abandon the riff. You knew there was going to be a little bit of a riff. So, yeah, it's Extreme Home Makeover and Pimp My Ride mixed together. But they made a more global approach, it seems, which I think all those ones across the globe are probably just for the photo op. And they're like, pack it up, boys. Well, Take this bus back and sell it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put a pin in it and come back to that because here's the deal. That ad bit came out literally right before this. Jeremy Renner wrote last words to family on phone after snowplow accident. <laughs> and he read them on an interview uh, because this is now what we do for all con all like micro content. It's like the fact he has a new show coming out is not enough. Uh, it, he had a snowplow crush like 30 of his yeah. bones and they were like, but how did that feel? So <laughs> let's check out how this interview went and then I'm going to break down the renovations deal because there's a bit of a trend with celebrities traveling the world and learning and improving places as of late. If I was there on my own, that would have been a horrible way to die. And surely I would have. Surely. But I wasn't alone. It was my nephew, sweet Alex, and the rest of the Calvary came. So I'm writing down notes on my phone to the last words. Start calling you Sweet Chrome. <laughs> yeah, please do. It's just me and Sweet Chrome. Start crying. Um. Imagine being hired. How do we know I mean, he's I, not I, just acting right now? I, that's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> yeah. not like he was doing a fake accent I mean, at first. Sounds like he's he is it's... an actor. Yeah. Yeah. He's slime. He has a little more to say. Like a superhero of the Avengers fearlessly taking on any fight. <laughs> an ordinary man with a strength that never gives up. Do you remember the pain? Oh, all of it. Yeah, I was awake through every moment who risked his own life to try to save his nephew. I'd just perfectly see him in a pool of blood coming from his head when I ran up to Is him. That's sweet you know, Alex. Sweet Alex. Alex. <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet boy. Yeah, I just went right at my nephew. That can't be. That can't be. In the flesh. Which is haunting. It's January 1st at 8.42, yeah. and you are 13 minutes oh. away. Someone's been run over by a snowcat. Hurry. He's getting crossed. There's a lot of blood over here. He is in rough shape. Oh, Keep breathing, man. Keep fighting. Oh, Hang in there, brother. Oh. Oh. This was a sound of someone who was dying. Seven tons of machinery bearing down. And one man's iron will <laughs> to He's faking it. <laughs> What? Oh, so it went on its own? Fourteen places. It ran over him. It started right moving knee, and he was trying to catch right it? Right okay. ankle broken, left leg tibia broken, the left ankle broken, right clavicle broken, right shoulder broken, face eye socket, the jaw, the mandible broken. Whatever. Lung collapsed, <laughs> totally pierced fake. from the rib bone, your liver, mm. <laughs> which sounds terrifying. Yeah. And then like, what's my body look like? Am I just going to be like a spine and a, and a brain, like a science experiment? His extraordinary fight to live and his family's heartache and pain right there by his side through it all. I heard that you had, in sign language, you said to your family, I'm sorry. Yeah. I did. Sorry. I did do that. A story of terror, survival. I chose to survive. I chose to survive. A lot of people make the wrong choice when it comes to time Jeremy to die. Diane Sawyer. Do you dream of doing those stats again? I've lost a lot of flesh and bone in this experience, but I've been refueled and refilled with love and titanium. Sweet Alex. You look in the mirror 
and do you see the same thing? Wait, hold, hold on, hold on, guys. Before I even let that go, when they're like, it's like a film of titanium. You see him on the knee scooter. <laughs> like, yeah, the knee scooter is a tough look. Like, they didn't need to sell it so hard. They could have just been like the insane uh, miracle of Jeremy Renner surviving being run over by a snowplow, and that would have been fine. Everyone would have been like, okay, yeah, he survived getting run over by a snowplow. We believe that part. But they're like, his iron will, and he's like, I chose to survive. And the I knee mean, scooter seals the deal. <laughs> Dude, he has a basket on it. He's got a basket on the knee scooter. <laughs> so, uh, I don't want to make fun of him being hurt, but the fact that I saw his home renovation show, and okay, so let's go back to that. A lot of celebrities now, instead of like going to a place and really improving it or trying to like, and a celebrity I can think of that's actually kind of selfless and has done things in the past that actually like actually helps with stuff. Like Edward Norton is known for actually going and getting his hands dirty and trying to do improvements. Not everyone's like that. They just like to throw money and show budgets at a project so they can get back into the limelight. Yeah. And I can't help but think renovation feels a little cheap when it's like, we're going to go all over the world to help people out so long as it fits within the parameter of the pre-purchased vehicle that we got in a massive purchase that's sitting in an empty lot somewhere in the United States. Yep. Doesn't that feel kind of cheap? It does. Yeah. It does feel cheap. And you know the people he bought them from, he haggled the price. Because he's, yeah. he's Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hawkeye wants to buy my shit, bus, dude. He's only going to give me 500 but I think it's just cool because Hawkeye's buying it. Well, and then he makes like a $500,000 profit. He's not fucking Hawkeye, though. He's just a guy. I don't, Hawkeye. I don't, I haven't caught up with the Avengers. That's what, that's not what he was in the show. Yeah, no, no, no he's, no, a, he's saying, an Avenger, I think. Like, oh. The character is like, you know. The, the character. He's just a guy who played the character. He's just a fucking guy. He's real. He's just a jack off. Ha- Hawkeye's real. Speaking of uh, sales, though, because um, we're talking twenty-one billion. UFC and WWE will team up to form a twenty-four point one billion dollar sports entertainment company. WWE and the company that runs UFC will continue to create a, or they're combined to create a uh, $21.4 billion sports entertainment company. A new publicly traded company will house the UFC and World Wrestling Entertainment brands with Endeavor Group Holdings taking a 51% controlling interest in the new company. Existing WWE shareholders will hold a 49% stake. The companies put the enterprise value of UFC at $12.1 billion and WWE's value at $9.3 billion. So the new business that doesn't have a name will be led by Endeavor CEO Ari Emanuel. Vince McMahon, executive chairman at WWE, will serve in the same role at the new company. Dana White will continue as the president of the UFC, and Nick Khan will be president at WWE. So... It's pretty crazy, and they're talking about doing a lot more crossovers between MMA fighters and the WWE plots, like what they did with Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar. UFC currently doesn't have a home for syndicated television, correct? It's all pretty much subscription pay-per-view. Yeah, they had a deal for a while. They used to have a thing with Fox. But that's that's they, no longer a thing. They do some. The free fights are on ESPN. The preliminaries until it becomes the main card, and then it's on ESPN Plus, and you got to get on the app or whatever. I think. So yeah. are we thinking I, WWE I'm, I'm on ESPN? No, I don't think they'll cross that threshold because I think I think Disney has too much of an invested interest in the UFC to allow Vince McMahon to like have that much of like. I don't think they want to have that much of a stake in it. Hmm. But if they're teaming up to form a company that's going to be headed differently, I don't know if that means they have to renegotiate contracts and all kinds of stuff. I don't know what this is really going to mean. I think we're going to see WWE disappear from cable television. And it'll be strictly strictly more of a subscription-based thing, which, I don't know, might be cool. but They might struggle with that because a lot of their demographic requires like just basic cable access. Yep. And they have those relationships so strong. I think they'll hold on to that. I think what they're going to have to figure out how to do is to drive their actual pay-per-view sales more because that's actually now where people don't care as much. WWE pay-per-views have been slipping in popularity because, and actually we were just talking about how WrestleMania, they tried to throw a Hail Mary by having like Logan Paul involved and KSI and other people and they tried, uh, Snoop Dogg was in it. This year's? Yep. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, Snoop Dogg threw a people's elbow on somebody. It was yeah. 
pretty funny. All right. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, the fucking WrestleMania wasn't a, a pay-per-view, though. It was just, like, free on Peacock. They did Peacock Whoa, for distribution. Yeah. It was just free wow. Whoa, That's okay. the only reason I tuned in, because I saw we just got Peacock, and, and Sarah wanted me to get Peacock. And I was like, all right, whatever. We'll get Peacock, and we get it. And then I got the notification, WWE things on. And I was like, all right, let me check this out. I fell asleep, man. It was fucking terrible. Well, Damn. Yeah. It's, it's not lost its luster. I think we've experienced the golden era yeah. of wrestling. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think if we were kids it's now, we wouldn't toast. care as much anymore yeah. about it. The only reason I tuned in is because it was free. I was like, let me, it's WrestleMania. Let well, me check it out. We also didn't have, no. um, like, yes, we, we had the WCW WWF rivalry, but what's going on with AEW now almost draws out an entirely different demographic. So, like, there is a third option for now for people that don't like the other big brands. And that's kind of interesting to see take hold. And what's going to happen to AEW? Is that Chris Jericho's? Yeah. Okay. What's the Billy Corgan one? I don't even know. Okay. I've, I forgot. I, we, that's we, a, it's also a, its own option as well. All action wrestling, all something wrestling. He. Um, it was it? NWA, he right? Partnered <laughs> with, with the TN, it was TNA, I thought. I'm just going to Dixie Carter. Dixie Carter. His wrestling place is called, or his wrestling deal is called um, NWA, yeah. New National Wrestling Alliance. Which uh, what an acronym to just well, they, reappropriate. They, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look at look at this picture of Billy Corgan. I think we just got our episode art. <laughs> I think we just got it right there, <laughs> dude. That's a zero track jacket. Look at that thing. <laughs> Not I'm pretty. I've never seen that. Me that's neither. a one of one. I will say that their belt looks a little more stylish than that. Uh, remember that horrendous belt that they debuted in the WWE for? I forgot what it was. Rum, Royal Rumble, maybe. It was this ugly green thing. Yeah. It was, Ugh, it was atrocious. It looked low budget. Yep. This it, looks like they've got a little more care into it. How about the power slap belt? This looks like a, uh, this looks like that. I think that's actually what we were making fun of is the power slap belt. I think that's what we were making fun of. It looks like, it looked more like a Power Rangers bit than it did like a Oh, that was bad too. Belt. I remember the WWE one the, though. This, uh, this looks like a boxing belt actually because look how small it is. Yeah. It's kind of tiny. Mm-hmm. So, well, Billy looks very happy, but um, we'll keep it moving uh, guys, we have footage now of Lady Gaga uh, as Harley Quinn. They rap, She wrapped filming today on the new Joker movie. There she is as Harley Quinn, and they are pursuing this movie as a musical. Yep. So we're going to take a look at some clips. But, yeah, this photo here is from March 25th. So as you can see, all of the extras are very anxious to get their – Turn of the Joker. There's already a ma- I see a Joker mask up here. I see a guy that looks like Stephen King staring a hole into Lady Gaga. <laughs> that's that's a uh, interesting time and place to be. What are your thoughts on the look? How do you think she's pulling off the look of Harley Quinn? Yeah, it looks better a- than like the Suicide Squad Harley Quinn. Yeah. Remember that one? Well, I'll, I'll pull it up for reference. Um, it looks like the same set of stairs that Joaquin Phoenix is dancing down and. The first joke. It is. Okay. It's that exact. Okay. Okay. Here's the other Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's well, just like they uh, made her more of a like the, a porn star look. Yeah, that looks wh- more like a porn star, uh, and this looks more like, uh, I don't know. Uh, it just looks more New York. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. It looks more New York. This is like this is like somewhere. This is like Panama City uh, Beach. This is Panama City Beach. Yeah, Destin. Break. That's Destin right there. And then that's New York. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that was good. Okay, so um, yeah, there's the there's the A and B. That was uh, Margot. Uh, Margot Robbie. Yeah, Robbie. Margot Robbie playing her. So I think we have an official look at. Oh, cool. Uh, what she looks like. You know, like. maybe I'm being presumptuous and thinking it's going to be awful. I hope it's good because I, I did kind of fuck with the first Joker, but I don't I, loved I it. just don't like musicals, man. I just never Same. got into them. It's a hard Same. sell, but unless it's RRR.
Okay. So, um, okay. We have more walking. I guess they're doing another one of these scenes. Yeah, another one. Okay. Maybe it's like picking up where the last one left off. I'm probably like refilming another take of that. Well, um, I'll say this. If it's one of those movies that use, if it's a musical where that kind of uses that vehicle of like you're watching the movie and the main character that you're watching is actually crazy and how they see the world is as musicals, that might be a vehicle for how this works where that's how they did the first movie. Like you, you, a lot of the stuff you're seeing is actually not real mm-hmm. and it's his psychotic take on how he's interpreting yeah, when it, when it goes back and it shows you that like his mom's not there, that girl yep. is not there, that girl doesn't know who he is. That's when it's. Hopefully, they do something like that again. I just can't imagine. Is she writing the music, Lady Gaga, or is she um, just playing the character? Playing the character, performing the music and stuff. They definitely they would not give her about, all of that okay. responsibility. Okay. <laughs> they would not do that. <laughs> I don't think her. I don't think her manager and label would want to take that risk either. I think that, I think she'd have to be paid and be given a lot more time to work on it. Yeah. Because that's a tall order to write a musical. It's an incredibly hard task because the yeah, that's straight composition. Part of what they have to do too. That's like the demoing process for how that stuff gets made. If you're selling a musical in Hollywood, is um, and I've actually heard recordings of this before. Like the guy that did Aladdin, that did the entire score, all the songs. He had to condense all of his ideas to him being able to play the parts on the piano and sing it at the same time. And he's not a singer, so he had to convince a studio with a budget as a non-singer to be like, okay, here's the whole musical and played all the parts as well as he could, could condensed. And then, and then if that add harmonies later, I guess, or? If, if that demo impresses them, then you get the gig and you get to actually do your oh, full okay. arrangements. So like, that's something about that business. It's very hard that I actually have a lot of respect for, even if I don't listen to or consume a lot of musicals, the amount of work they have to put into it is insane. So <clears throat> he did write a bot for that one. And a thousand bad guys with swords. Yeah, you like that, that song I, from so it's amazing. So, so when on the demo thing I'm talking about, he has to do all the voices too. So that oh, so wow. you're hearing him. It's almost akin to hearing like the baseball arena organ player, where they're like doing like a million things at once. Where you're like, wow, you must be exhausted at the end of your performances. So we'll see what happens with this uh, with this Lady Gaga thing. Um, I, I'm I'm excited to see that. Uh, you know, she looks the part here. She definitely looks very disturbed there, and like it's been a long night in the makeups. Long New York night. Yeah, she's clowning around. She's up here just dunking on the former, uh, you know, dunking on the former, on the former Harley Quinn. Yeah. Well, we, uh, that being said, y'all, I have one more thing I want to kind of carry us through here tonight. Can we do a little bit of a Batman roundtable? Can we do one? What does that mean? Um, I got to give you some scenarios of uh, a would you rather, and then when I give you the scenario of the would you rather, you have to tell me which Batman would fill that role. Okay. So, okay. Which Batman, first of all, I guess we should start with the basic one. What is each of your favorite Batman? Go ahead. Who played your favorite Batman? Keaton. Uh, yeah, I guess Keaton. I'm, no one's ever really played Batman that, that well. True, but if I had to pick yeah. Keaton, okay. So, I I I like Keaton. One who I don't think is as bad as people shit on him for. I just think there's other elements to the movie that made it bad for him. Thought Val Kilmer did a little better than people gave him credit for, uh, because if you think about Bruce Wayne, supposed to be some like eccentric billionaire who passes the standard upper crust of society, like, he's good looking. Like he would be able to be charming and charismatic, and people wouldn't think twice about him being Batman. That part of it they did well. However, lots of other things, like the Chris O'Donnell Robin subplot, they didn't really need that. There's a handful of things they just didn't need. And also costume choice and director for that movie was also a little, yeah, a, a little that, sus. That Batman suit was crazy. Yeah, they, they started to get hypersexualized like back then. Yeah. Huge bulge, fucking abs on the outside of the costume. Nipple outlines. Like, yeah, nipple outlines. <laughs> nipple out, yeah. yeah, nipple out. Like, look, there it is right there. That's George so Clooney's weird. right there. Check it out. Check out the George yeah. Clooney nipple outline. Let's actually just go through and do a visual on this list. This is the ranked from worst to best. Number 10 is George Clooney. People usually agree he's the worst. Um, so let's see. Number nine is. 
That's so bad. I remember that, dude. <laughs> if they're saying Clooney was worse than him, man, that's a dunk. Yeah. It, it, we don't give a shit if you're <laughs> sexiest man alive. Louis G. Wilson was better than you, George. Looks like uh, someone put tablecloths all over this guy. I love that Batman costume. Well, okay. I'm okay with that. I'm not mad at that. Robert Lowry. <laughs> Both of these guys were better than George Clooney. Wow. Yeah, no nipples on these costumes. Um, okay. <laughs> nipples dead last. <laughs> Will Arnett from the Lego movie even beat George Clooney. Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Me neither. So, again, Lego movie, Duncan on George Clooney. <laughs> We've got Ben Affleck look, looking like Batman. Bam got Margera, stung. He got stung by all the bees. <laughs> Bam Affleck. Yeah, Bam Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we need to do that. Get Bam Margera VOs and Ben Affleck roles. We need I'm, to stop the Riddler dead in his tracks now. <laughs> we'll get him a smack job under the bridge now. Apes going to be so mad if we don't smash the Riddler here in the next 10 minutes. We got to do this now. Um, so I will say Ben Affleck looks like he's stung by all the bees here. Look at how puffy the costume looks. And that looks like a cross-stitched bat on there with bad dimensions and look at these yeah, it looks ears. like H&M designed the Batman costume it looks like a pit bull That's yeah not- the cropped ears <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I didn't see Ben Affleck as Batman so I will say I'm not going to speak out of turn he may have done an okay job but I- I'm just giving you my feedback from what I'm seeing that's Ben Margera dude he wants to bare knuckle fight the Joker in a ring he's calling him a pussy Val Kilmer was number five and again, nipples. the nipples. I think that's part of what threw people off was the inclusion of the nipple. That and was. there's one scene, I don't know why, but he doesn't really have a lisp, but in this one scene he's like, Say, Fendi, do you like the circus? And it's just like every single syllable is a lisp, and it's just like, why'd they keep that take? They what, couldn't have done it again? What if they just didn't DS it? What if they just like messed up an audio? The and audio mixing, the one that could have been and it. And they just like, that's the one scene where they Say forgot. Fendi. So, right here, we've got uh, Val Kilmer coming in at number five. At number four, we have Adam West, the original Batman. And I'm okay with him ranking high because he's, uh, even though he's Classic. like, he's 20 years after the other two guys, <laughs> he's literally 20 years after yeah. them. But um, Adam West is fine with me at number four. We, they're saying Robert Pattison of Twilight fame uh, is. I have not seen this. I haven't either, so I'm not going to speak out of turn. Uh, I've heard it's it, it's good, but I've also heard it's like very sexy, and I don't ca- I don't care about Batman. That's being. like the Tesla Cybertruck Batman costume. Yeah, very angular. How do you guys feel about that logo? Not the biggest fan. It's all right. We need to clean that up a little bit. Is it like a boomerang, a Batman boomerang? Yeah, it I looks, saw this looks unfinished. It was okay. You saw that one? Yeah, it was oh, okay. okay. Was really Her, it was very long. dark. You couldn't see anything. It was just, it was so pitch black. Uh, I can't remember. I just remember thinking it was okay. It was okay. Christian Bale, okay. And Chris, all right. I thought Christian Bale did a good thing minus the voice. Where is it? Yeah. yeah, I hated the voice change when he's decided to be Batman. And then there's a thing Katie Holmes does in the first movie. That's like I, I pointed this out to one of my friends in college, and they've never been able to look at Katie Holmes the same way again. She but she, she does a thing when she talks where she goes out the side of her mouth as she <laughs> looks at you, and she lets you know it's not who you are in your actions. It's who you are in all the time when you're talking at the side of your mouth that matters. <laughs> so in the, in the Dark Knight, that's where you really notice it. Uh, oh, but, the second one. Okay. I was about to say, was she in the one with she, the Ra's al Ghul? Yeah, that's the one she's in. And then they replaced her with Maggie Gyllenhaal in, this, in the one oh, after that. So Michael Keaton is voted as the best Batman, so y'all are right. So now that we've gone through this list, uh, can I throw some different Batman scenarios out there, aside from who's your favorite? Let's go. The Batman that you most believe would save your life. Michael Keaton. Think, you think Michael Keaton? Yeah. Yeah? I'm biased, obviously. He's been in Hollywood for a long... I'm going to say... Uh, are, we yeah. talking about, are we talking about now or prime Batman? Like As they did the role. Was, okay, okay yeah, they did the role. Then Keaton. Keaton. Yeah. Okay. I am going to go... Um, Adam West? I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> for me, I will say I feel comfortable with equal parts Keaton and Christian Bale here. Because Christian Bale's uh, gear was a little bit more sophisticated. It was they had like military grade gear, whereas all this stuff was very like comic book looky. So in terms of who can save my life, I do believe Keaton could he has the couth to pull it off, but I also think Christian Tale has the tank to drive through the wall <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if need be. You're right. 
Because right. the other Batmobiles don't have that quality. I forgot about Christian Bale literally already, so <laughs> my bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So he's been in three, correct? <laughs> yeah, he's been Batman in three Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Returns. Yep, yep that's it. Batman Begins was Ra's al Ghul. Yes. Katie Holmes was the one with the Joker. And then uh, she... Uh, Katie Holmes was gone in the first one. The one yeah, with the Joker was, was Maggie Gyllenhaal. Okay, yeah. all right. I guess I remember in this wrong. Okay. Yeah, Katie Holmes, Ra's al Ghul, Maggie Gyllenhaal, the Joker Two-Face. Third one was... Uh, Bane, right? Bane. Bane. Okay. Yes. Um, Tom Hardy. Hardy, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, now let me ask a different question. Which Joker do you, or not Joker, which Batman do you think is the most likely to end up getting you killed? This is tough. Mm, yeah, yeah, cycle through those Batman. I'm going to say Affleck. Ooh. Affleck's a good one, yeah. He could get you killed in a heartbeat, huh? But the Kilmer one was just so goofy. I, can't, I haven't seen the Affleck one. One of these, one of these clown ass. That one right there with the one of the hands on the tip. That <laughs> yeah. guy's, you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> Louis G. Wilson trying to. Stop. You're going with Louis G. Wilson. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get you killed, dude. Okay, well, Drew. What do you what, what do you got? I, it's just funny to pick one of the ones from the forties. <laughs> <laughs> like if we were alive in the forties, yeah. trying to think of George Clooney's uh, getting me killed is just stupid. So. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Lewis. that picture. Just makes sends me. Um, yeah, I, I feel like you guys are onto something with Lewis uh, G. Wilson, and I'm also gonna say Robert Lowry doesn't inspire a lot more confidence. Uh, yeah. There's not a lot more confidence <laughs> inspired from there. He looks like a scared Batman. <laughs> Originally, I thought I was gonna say Affleck, but like at least Affleck looked thick enough where he could take some hits. That's what, that was my rationale as well. I was like, well, yeah. he is pretty jacked. These guys are just... He looks like he's struggling to stand up on, his, on like a wakeboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, I agree with you guys. Okay, the Batman you feel is the most likely to steal your girlfriend or wife. You, got, you dropped it on it. You might have, yeah, you might have landed on the guy right there. Yeah, dude. Oh, Clo- Clo- Clooney? Oh, Clooney dog. Yeah. The men Val, who stare at Val goats. Val could get you. Val yeah. could, but Val... Um, you know what? You're right. And in, in that era, for both of those Batman, that is like heartthrob status. A couple of heartthrobs. Yeah. Do you think he would be a heartthrob if he wouldn't have played Jim Morrison? Yes. He still would have been and a heartthrob. The 80s were a thing for Val Kilmer, man. I mean, Top Gun, yeah. oh, real right. genius. He was, fucking goose. he was huge in the yeah. 80s. Iceman. Or, yeah. Sorry, Iceman. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. Goose dies. So... <laughs> Okay, that now could have been him though. <laughs> now, which Batman do you feel like would be the most likely to slip one in your drink and take advantage of you? Oh my God, Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> no question. You didn't even wait to think about it. No question. Definitely not one of these old guys. They're way exactly. too wholesome. Exactly. It's Kilmer. Too Tell wholesome. me who else. Uh, oh, it's Will Arnett. 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 Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a, he's a, about Will Arnett. Who was the guy that I Sneaky confused bastard. Will Arnett with one time we were talking? I, was, I don't know. I can't remember. Ah, fucking whatever. What about, um, what about, let's see, Ben Affleck, he look again, like stung by all the bees. I just can't get over that when I go past him. I feel bad for him. Um, Val Kilmer, yeah, that is a very erotic photo, actually. Now that I yeah. look at it, uh, the color grade makes it look like he's in the best club. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then Adam West, that does look a little. Uh, that looks that looks a little ominous. That look in the eye, like he may have intentions for you that you don't want. Yeah. Um, we've got Robert Pattinson, also a little creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And then we've got Christian Bale, looking like uh, I don't know. He looks very focused, so that's also has a degree of intimidation. Yeah. And he would he- slip you an Adderall so you could help write the new script. <laughs> he wouldn't slip something to take advantage of you. He wants you to work. I think Robert Pattinson, for me, has that thousand-yard stare where I'd be a little concerned of, like, oh, he may be capable of doing some damage. This may be bad. Because look at the stare there. You know, when you play a vampire long enough, you what you get is you get this detachment that makes you really good at being Batman. So he was a natural. He was in the natural phone call where they are like, you know, he's been in a lot of vampire movies. Put him in the bat suit. So I'm going to ask a silly question. Is ty- Twilight about vampires? Oh, the Twilight franchise is about vampires and werewolves. Vampires and werewolves. The love story of ten years ago. Hobbs, have you seen Twilight? Yeah, I've seen I've seen Twilight action. Have you seen all of them? Nah, me neither. But one time when I was living in South Carolina, I got very I got really stoned 
and I turned on a movie for like 10 minutes and I was like, damn, this shit's good. And then one of the people like turned into a werewolf and vampire and I felt like I'd been lied to. <laughs> and I didn't like know what to think at that point because I was like, am I watching like a kid's thing? Like, what, what, what is this? And I, I felt a way about it at the time, and I turned it off. So I haven't revisited it since. A lot of my exes watched True Blood. And oh, so, yeah. And like, so I was completely turned off to that whole scenario. By the yeah. time this came up, I was like, I've had enough of the vampire stuff. Yeah. Vampires, they've been doing that for a long time. A lot of our childhood, Blade. All the Blade movies. Underworld. Yeah. Underworld. Like, good. That's pretty good, though. I kind of like I mean, maybe, maybe not now, but when I was a kid, I liked those movies. Blade, yeah. Blade is, is also an interesting thing. Uh, you know, it's no it's no coincidence that we got Evanescence around the time all these vampire franchises yeah. were just cranking yeah. out records, <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. Well, um, I have one more superlative I want to throw out there for these uh, Batmans. Um, and this is a different one. Um, <laughs> all right. This is going to be a funny one, um, but especially because of the context I'm going to put it. Um, have you guys, are you guys familiar with the concept of um, fuck, marry, kill? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, we're going to do fuck, marry, kill with each of the Batmen. But I, it, all dudes. <laughs> it's all dudes. We're going to talk about fuck, marry, kill. But I don't think we have to, like, I don't want to get into any particulars where we're getting inappropriate for I'm YouTube. I'm going to fuck the Lego Batman. <laughs> 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 so we're gonna do we're gonna do fuck Mary Kill and if if you feel a way about it when we get to the fuck category, you could also in pic, p- picture like who do you think would actually have the most bedroom prowess? It doesn't mean you you have to say you would fuck them, but if you, I feel I feel that yeah, do, I know what you're saying. Do they fuck us or do we fuck them? Um, no, I guess like oh, that's actually a good point. It's so. Uh, dealer's choice. I like the prowess. The pr- I was going to deal with prowess. Yeah, prowess. Like, who I think you can, is like you good can, at that. You, you could say prowess, or you could pick someone, or you could say who might pick you. It's your choice. Dealer's okay. choice. So we're going to do fuck, Mary kill variant here on the piss jug tonight. Um, <laughs> it's a weird one. <laughs> it's the weirdest one. How about we go to, and when we say marry, you just have to say who you think would make a good spouse. It doesn't mean you want to marry him, okay? okay. But it, maybe it does. Maybe we do want to marry Batman. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, maybe we do. So we've got, and then kill means which Batman do you think out of the piles got to go? Okay. Okay. So let's start with fuck. Let's revisit all of our candidates. Okay. (laughs) We're talking for the for the fuck Batman. We've got George Clooney from Batman and Robin. Not a bad choice in the category of fuck. Okay. Classic. Yeah. Classic uh, GQ type of guy. Voted sexiest man. So to the prowess category, probably capable in that area. Okay. Feeling so Clooney. Put him in that. You you fuck him in his prime, or you fuck him when he's old. When he's Batman. All right. When he's Batman. So what about Lewis G. Wilson? <laughs> I feel like you might have a hog on him. He could. He could have a hog. For, a nice 43 hog. <laughs> a 1943 hog. It was, it was purebred at the time. Went through the depression. <laughs> so, okay. I've seen some, seen some dark times. Yeah. So we've got Robert Lowry here, and something about him just looks too fidgety, but he also looks like he won't give up. Like he might really just get in the trenches and not quit. So uh, I, I kind of can't tell. Will Arnett, we already <laughs> threw it out there. He yeah, might be the winner of this category. <laughs> Just square body. Ben Affleck. Now, this is something. I don't know how he would fit into this. Um, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to. Um, I'd probably kill Ben Affleck. Okay, we've got, we've got our kill. We've got our kill. We've got our kill. Okay, Brother Brown's got kill. No, you got to hold off. I know, I know. I'm Just kidding. Wait, what about Val Kilmer here? He's got to go possibly in the fuck category. Yep. In 95, yeah, I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got Adam West. All right. He seems like he's the Mary to me. He, and like he's at a swinger party dressed as Batman, but he's not actually Batman. He's got the apron. Batman. He's got fresh cookies made when you get home. Yeah, yeah he might be Mary category. Yeah. Um, Robert Pattinson, definitely only the fuck category. Fact, yeah, fuck category. He's a fuck boy. It, like He seems like he'd be the hot fuck boy. Right? <laughs> Hot fuck boy. <laughs> we got Christian Bale. We've got Christian Bale. Um, yeah, which, you know, um, I don't know about him. I don't know. I'm just going to keep it moving. We've got Michael Keaton, which, you know, we put him in the fuck category. Classic. He's got classic. So, yeah. all right, let's go through final answers, guys. Fuck, Mary, kill. Who do you got? I got to fuck Clune. You say fuck Clooney? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's smooth. 
Okay. Mary. <laughs> I'm gonna huh? go. I'm gonna marry who? I said I'd fuck Clooney. Oh, we, all, oh, we all gotta go fuck first. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll go fuck Kilmer. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Kilmer because I mean, look at the color scheme. Bless you. Look at the Whoa. look at that damn old color scheme. It's he's at a rave right now. Yeah, I'd fuck him too. I mean, I'm just saying I'd fuck Clooney first. He first, we'd get to Clooney yeah. first. Well, we could have a foursome though. Okay, <laughs> everybody just just kind of teams. I'm what fucking I, that sweet, sleek plastic Lego Batman. That's that's my pick. Will right. Arnett. Yeah. Um, now I'm gonna go back to prowess uh, for my category. No, you don't fuck Lego Batman. You fuck Will Arnett. <laughs> Not in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you can make up your own rules if you want. I'm going to say for prowess, I'm going back to my original hypothesis of Lewis G. Wilson. Lewis G., all right. I think this man might have a hog on him, okay. gentlemen. Okay. And I think that okay. if, if if that's all he needs, maybe ride that's... that thing? Who wants a struggle hog? Well, what I'm saying is in terms of ba- if Batman having bedroom prowess, what if like your significant other like felt like this dude was really a superhero, but he really wasn't. He was just like the hogsman. So he showed up and she thought he was such a hero, but it's because he's there putting it down. Yeah. That's why his costume's so whack. He don't really need that great of a costume. <laughs> he showed up with the with the tool for the job. Come um, on, Toots. I had a rough day on the job. Yeah. Now we're down to Mary, and I agree with you guys. Adam West. I'm going Adam West for Mary. Yep. I see him with an apron on, cleaning the house. Mm, yeah, cycle through those bad boys again. Um it's Adam West. Or Adam Keaton. West is a good I'm marrying for Keaton. marriage. Yeah. He uh He's not controversial at all, you know. He's just yeah. a, just a straight up guy. I might marry Adam West, but I don't know. I think I would, you know, because I missed my opportunity to fuck Val Kilmer. I'll marry Val Kilmer so I can fuck him every day. <laughs> He's gonna pick Val Kilmer for every answer. Yeah, I love it. No, I picked Clooney for fuck. Oh, okay, okay. Because so, I'd rather fuck Clooney, but if I didn't get a chance to fuck Val Kilmer, then I get to fuck him. Yeah, dude, I like that strategy. Right? It's like you cast a wider net. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what you did. You're like, no, it's fine. Now, yeah. you know, kill. We're 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 to kill. Who's Will kill? Arnett. Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Or, um, go. go one, one, there was a couple. Keep going up. No, yeah, up in the numbers. I mean, <laughs> the other. Yeah, Robert. What was the other one? Who's Christian two? Christian Bale. Christian Bale, yeah, 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 because he'll kill you if you don't kill him first, because he's a fucking psycho. American psycho. I like that logic, the survival (laughs) pathway. I like that. Killing Christian Bale. Now, I will say uh, my obvious answer is Affleck, because he doesn't even look healthy enough to do the job right now. He looks like he's been stung by a bunch of bees. He looks like he needs to go to the hospital and get medical attention. (laughs) Oh, do you have to kill him when he's, like, ready for you to kill him? You I gotta just fight Batman to kill him. I just feel like if there were one that 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 you could eliminate, I feel like it would be Affleck. He's the easiest one to eliminate. Uh, his health is an old, issue. He's old. I'm thinking the timid, scrawny one would be the easiest to kill. One of those old, yeah, super the, old that Batman. guy, Robert Lowry. That guy. Well, I'm also saying like if I have to get rid of one that's got to go out of the lineup, that's the other purpose of uh, kill. Like out of the lineup, who's got to go? And like, why is Batman in this backdrop? Like, <laughs> where are they in like fucking the Wild West right now on a train it's track old, or something? Old Hollywood, baby. <laughs> well, the uh, for the kill, I'm going with uh, I'm going with uh, Affleck, um, and I'm just gonna say that just because he's got a really bad back tattoo. So I'll base my logic on that. But we did. Uh, I'm gonna kill Clooney. Why not? He's got all this Keelan success. Well, yeah, he's taking all the fucking. He's already taken all, all the fucking resources. <laughs> and as... Batman Beyond was so bad. It was bad, but well, y'all, Thurman. We are y'all. We are uh, we are, we got to wrap it up here. We're running out of time. Do you guys have any parting thoughts before we get out of here? Mm, no, just fucked all those Batman. I I'm just good. Yeah, I feel satisfied now. Having gotten all the, of course, right there at the end, uh, I feel satisfied now that we've uh, talked about. Oh, okay, here we go. I want to do it like this. We did fuck Mary Kill with Batman, and we decided Hobbs fuck Mary Kill. Fucked him. Brother Brown's fuck Mary Kill. We got my fuck Mary Kill. And now we're going to say to you guys, we'll see you next time here on the Jug Fuck Mary Kill. Goodbye. Goodbye.